Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. So good to see all your smiling faces. Well, I can't really see all of them, but the point I want to make is if you can't see my smiling face, be sure to check out our YouTube channel, which is demandgen.tv. For those of you that are watching this on YouTube, awesome. Be sure to click subscribe. And if you have a comment about today, I'd love to hear from you. But for those of you that are listening to it on the podcast app, that is great. Encourage you to do so. But I do want to make sure that you check out the YouTube channel because we have a lot of great content. I want to dive into uh, the episode today. I have a very special guest that I would like to introduce to all of you. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Audrey Lewis. How are you, Audrey? Good. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. <laughs> if you can tell that we're both smiling, that we both share the same last name, the reason today is such a special episode for me is Audrey is my daughter. And one of the things I said to her recently, I said, why don't we have you on the podcast and talk about your first year in marketing and what that's been like for you. And so for those of you that are listening that maybe are considering a field in marketing or just starting out, I thought it'd be great for you to hear about Audrey's experience. And for those of you that are managers, managing marketing people or hope to be a manager, I thought it'd be really great for you to hear about Audrey's first year experience um, at her company and what she has gone through, maybe some great inspirational ideas for you. Let's let's go back. One of the things, uh, you know, I had Anna on the podcast and featured her as an SDR. Anna Bender and, and Audrey known each other for a long time. If you haven't listened to that episode, I think it'd be great because I profile Anna as someone really ready uh, for such a great role in sales. Also had Vin Mentano from Demandbase on the program. So Audrey's really the first person I've had that's uh, on the podcast that's really entering her marketing career. And I want to share some things about you, Audrey, that you know, as I got to watch you grow up, um, there's certain things about your persona that I think that make you really, really great for the role. The The first thing is, is what was your, I can't, can I call it a hobby? You corrected me when you were young and said, it's not a hobby. <laughs> it's a hobby, don't worry. All right, so Audrey was in dance, big time into dance um, and all forms of dance. And one of the things that I noticed about you, Audrey, having something like that in, in your life, she used to tell me it was a lifestyle, not, not a hobby, but... Uh, <laughs> the angst <laughs> but it's not it's it's like skiing it's like karate it's like a lot of individual sports and hobbies that you are never good enough right i mean you always were trying to take your dance game to the next level whether it was ballet or hip-hop or other forms of dance you were always practicing always wanting to get better and better and better and that's that's a bit uh, quite a bit of your persona. You were, you know, I, I think a straight A student, but like, let me just tell you, like honors, very driven uh, young person who really just was a sponge to learning. And she was very creative, whether it was the the art on her wall in her bedroom and all the things that she liked to, to create. You always had your goals. You had a whiteboard right next to your bed and you wrote all your goals and you tracked yourself against those goals. And I talk about these things, Aj, because as your dad, those were all things that I saw, like this is gonna be an incredibly successful person. She has all the makings of someone who is driven, someone who is accomplished, someone who sets a high bar for herself, has both creativity uh, and analytic and science skills. You're very good at math and, and stuff. So you're, 
you're well suited for a career in marketing, whether you realized it or not. How do you feel about it these days? And now that you are in marketing in terms of like seeing your, your persona? I mean, yeah, I can agree. I, I always felt like I was, you know, on the more creative side over, I mean, you said I was good at math and science. I, I have to disagree. I, I went to tutoring for that, if you don't remember, but um, I've always felt more creative being in marketing today. I mean, there is just so much you can do. And um, just to give a little bit of background, I work for a company called Telium and we are a data, data analytics software company. So I'm in the tech industry and I feel like when people think of tech, it's not always something that's super colorful and fun, but, um, and we can dive into this, but I, I think my team really makes it seem more glamorous and fun than it really seems on the outside. Um, but marketing itself, there are so many different routes you can take, different roles you can have. And I think the creativity really depends on your role as well as your team and the, the type of environment that's created by them. So I definitely recommend if you are a creative minded person, I mean, there are so many different things you can do in marketing to express that, but um, you still need to have technical skills. You need to understand that marketing is also very strategic and yeah. um, they go hand in hand, creativity and technical skills. So. so one of the questions I get a lot is like, why didn't Audrey or even Emily, your sister come into the business? And we've talked about that. You know, I always felt that the best place for Audrey to grow and blossom and find her own path was not at Demand Gen, even though it would be an absolute honor to have you on our team. And I'm sure the contribution you would make would be fantastic. That's that's selfish for me. There's a big, gigantic world out there. Uh, and when we did talk about, you know, why why is Audrey at Telium? Um, it, you know, it's great when you have both her mom and her dad well planted in the marketing industry when audrey was graduating in san diego she goes hey do you know any great companies this is pre-covid um in the san diego area and the first company that came to mind because they are in tech but more importantly because i really really respect your leadership there at telium whether it's uh you know the guys like ted running the sales organization and heidi your chief marketing officer I would. I wanted to make sure that if I introduced you to a company and opened a door for you, that you were at least going into environment with exceptional sales leadership and marketing leadership and a company that really embraced modern marketing. The fact that they're a tech company as well in MarTech is really just icing on the cake, but it's, it's all about the leadership. And I disagree with you, by the way, on uh, tutoring and needing, you, you, you love coaching. And we're gonna, I think we'll, we'll dive into that today. And so for you to get, uh, to achieve the best performance, you love a coach. And so you, you, you know, that doesn't make you not good in those things because you need a coach. <laughs> All right. So she says, uh, yeah, introduce me. Uh, and you said, I remember you said, I don't know anything that they do. I don't understand that. And we talked about that. And one thing I want to say to all of you, and Audrey, I want you to bolt onto this, is when you were starting at a company and graduating college, you're not expected to understand what that company does and what their products um, do. But you had that perspective of really wanting to be prepared for the interviews and working in an environment where you knew it. I mean, you, you crushed it in previous jobs that you had before that. You worked for Victoria's Secret and you worked for... Um, was the the clothing sway company. group yeah sway group on the pr side and so you learned a lot about those fields and you knew a lot about b2c and so for you to move into into b2b it was different how's it how's it going big broad question how's it going 
being in B2B or just overall? Wherever you want to take that. Well, I would say B2B itself, when, when you're in college or even just shows that you watch on TV and they talk about marketing in any way, um, it's mostly B2C and the things you cover in college and your upper division courses in marketing, it's definitely more B2C based and it paints this picture that you think, um, or people who aren't even going into marketing, they think that marketing is um, creating ads or social media marketing. And, um, you know, sometimes it is that, but in a B2B sense, you're still going to have those aspects, but it's not like it, it gets rid of that stigma of like, you're selling people things that they don't feel like they need. Um, I think people underestimate how much fun you can have in a B2B setting. Um, especially on the tech side. I mean, I always wanted to go into, I was really interested in going into something like fashion or food and beverage on the B2C side, but um, being in tech, it's really fun. The people you talk to, at least for me, they have so much experience in this industry. And um, for me, it's just been such a treat to hear their experience and learn from them. And um, like you said, I I am a sponge and I just want to continue to soak everything up and people are really eager to share. I mean, everyone loves talking about themselves. And I think in this case, like that's the best way to learn is just by hearing from people's experiences. So, yeah, let's, um, let's share your onboarding experience because, you know, if you can think back a little bit over a year ago when you were, it was that first week and it was all new. What, what did the company do well, both in context of you being a new employee, but also you being new to the field of B2B marketing? Yeah. Um, I just want to note that next Wednesday is actually my exact one year anniversary. So, um, almost full circle. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize this was filmed in front of a live studio audience. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, but in terms of like onboarding, I never had a full, like formal onboarding process with like videos of teaching me how to do certain things. We have certain decks that you can go through to learn more about the product and um, just going on our website and learning more. Um, but in terms of like learning my day to day and discovering what I would be doing, I was actually brought on initially to work on events and it was in person events. Obviously, this was pre COVID. So once everything went virtual, um, I moved over more onto the demand gen side. And so our marketing team is split into marketing and demand gen, but both under the marketing umbrella. So once I moved over to the demand gen side, it was a lot more ABM. And I started working in, um, working with tools like Marketo and Sendoso and, um, our webinar hosting platform, Bright Talk. And so, I had started working part-time. I was still in school, just finishing up getting my degree. And then once that was over, I came on full-time and had, um, I now own webinars. I own direct mailers. And so just by having my, getting my feet wet with those programs, I was able to transition smoothly into owning them. And I think that's really one thing that, um, both managers and people just starting in marketing can really take away is 
for people who are just starting, like being eager to try anything you can, like, even if you know that you don't know how to do exactly everything, but being willing to try and taking a stab at it, I think will really just help you progress. And when it it comes to managers, like creating an environment where um, your employees or whoever you're managing feels comfortable to take a chance because you someone could be so good at something and you won't know unless you give them the chance and I feel like a lot of people in my generation are afraid to try something without knowing exactly how to do it and they want to do it well because when you're coming in as a young person who has really limited experience um, you don't want to seem like that but one thing you told me when I first started because I was like, I'm surrounded by people who have like 10 plus years of experience in this industry. And you were just like, you need to own that. And you need to just know that you're new. This is all new to you, but just showing that you're willing to try, you want to learn new things. You want to absorb everything that is just so important. And I really think it has helped me get to where I am and just owning the programs that I do. Um, so just creating that environment and not being afraid to jump in and also not being afraid to ask questions. You know, um, my manager specifically has always been more than willing and other members on my team to just hop on a call really quick and walk me through how to do something or, um, they've already showed me and I'm like, I need to see this again. Do you mind showing me one more time? Like, don't be afraid to ask things like that because you'd rather, ask the question and get it right, then not ask and get it so wrong that you have completely messed everything up, yeah. you know? It's um, when you're growing up, I think the youth of today, there's so much pressure to, you know, impress, know everything, be on top of everything. And then you move into a corporate environment, right? And And you don't know these things. And if you try to fake it and show up inauthentically, it's going to have a very adverse effect on your career. You you want to be the sponge that you've been. And you've said numerous times to me how much Megan, your manager, is such a great coach. You 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 really appreciate the one-on-ones that you guys have. And I, I, those are week, right? weekly, right? Yeah, we have a one-on-one each week. And I think that is something that, I mean, it doesn't have to be as often, but I like doing it. We have it each Monday. It helps me start my week knowing like, okay, these are my top priorities or just even having like, if you already know what you're going to be doing, having a brainstorm session of like, how can we really maximize, um, just how effective these are. Um, and like you said, she really has been such a great coach and mentor to me. And, um, I think that just comes from taking the time to really walk me through how to do something or even just along, like we'll be in meetings sometimes and someone will say something and she's like, yeah, that's a really good thing to remember. That's something I learned really early on in my career to do this and just sharing tidbits like that, um, has really helped me. I, uh, I think it's really interesting, all the tools that you have learned, right? I mean, you had never used Sendoso or Marketo or Bright Talk. Uh, you certainly had a lot of experience with social media and the social platforms that I think coming back to your point, you didn't know their business, but you knew a lot about social media marketing. And so for you to come in with bright new creative ideas, like I wish I, I, I always encourage our employees to come up with new ideas. And I tell new hires, I do, I onboard every single 
a new team member and I'll tell them like, we haven't figured everything out here. We need some fresh creative ideas. And there used to be this, oh, when I, when I started my career, Raj, and I worked at Microsoft, as you know, I was really told like, keep your mouth shut until you figure stuff out and then probably want to still keep your mouth shut. It was very much back then in late eighties, early nineties, um, you, you were a little bit of a drone, a little bit. And, uh, that's not the way the world works today and nor should any good um, growing company because we want fresh ideas and fresh perspective because the way that you've done everything is certainly not the way to do it. But what has it been like to learn like tool after tool after after tool? I mean, there's no limit to the amount of marketing technology that you can learn today. And I'm just wondering, given your persona and how you're learning these things, are you gravitating more to the the tools and technologies or more the creative and branding and messaging? Or, or like the mix? I definitely like the mix. I think there are ways to be creative within those tools. I mean, even if you're in Marketo just working on like an email program, you can think about different ways to make it dynamic or um, just formatting or things like that. Sometimes, you know, there are things that I'm like, this is a little more manual than I would like to be doing and that's okay. You have to, you have to remember that there are going to be sites where it's not super glamorous or fun, but they contribute towards those, um, campaigns that are more fun. Um, I, I think I feel more of a purpose when I am working in those tools, especially Marketo and, um, it's such a powerful tool. So many people use it. And I think learning to use that has really, um, boosted my confidence. I, I feel like if I ever go somewhere else, having that under my belt makes me feel more confident in my abilities and being able to say like, I can do this and that in there. And obviously I'm still learning. Um, but it definitely makes you feel more confident. And I, that's something I wish looking back on like my upper division courses, I wish we spent time looking at, um, tools like that. And I know each company has their specific ones, but still just having some sort of idea of what those tools look like and how that would look on a day-to-day -day basis or the types of things you can do in there. I think really the only tool exposure that I had, um, in a course was like, um, we looked into Salesforce very briefly and, one of them was like an AB testing thing. Oh, like MailChimp was the other one. Yeah. So I really had limited experience, yeah. but coming onto the team that I have, they were all, you know, very willing to give me a chance. And, um, our incredible Marketo team is always there to help me and sit down with me for 10 minutes and be like, let me show you how to do this. And, um, it's really just helped me feel yeah. more confident. Like I said, it's those, those tools for the most part, as you're pointing out, like they're not really taught in college. College is very B2C uh, centric. And, and even the professors, no, not to be critical of any of the colleges, but they're mostly working from textbooks that are dated at this point. They Yes, they provide the fundamentals of marketing, the four P's of marketing and all the, the traditional stuff that we learn. But they, the training that you're that you're getting there is not really reflective of what your day to day. It's one of the reasons that hopefully for you guys watching, you know, the demand gen TV channel, our YouTube channel. Um, the whole reason I created the program besides putting our podcast like this on there was to show the methods and technologies for driving growth. Cause there is no place to really see the diversity of different MarTech that's there. For those of you guys that don't know a little bit more about Telium. So the chief marketing officer, Heidi Bullock 
was one of the marketing leaders at Marketo. And so it's it and she ran and had responsibility for the marketing nation, which is their community. And hearing you talk about Marketo and how empowering and enabling it is and how much it might advance and further your career there uh, with expertise. They just had uh, an announcement on LinkedIn, the 2021 Marketo champions. So uh, not to put any undue pressure as your dad, but I want to see your name on that list someday. <laughs> okay. Future, okay. future champion. Now you, 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 ch you okay. chart your own course, but it is cool that all those dinner table conversations that mom and I had around Eloqua, 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 and Marketo, 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 you are now in the lane. And I, do, did you ever feel pressured to go down this path from us? If you could tell me candidly, because I'd like to know, or was it more just the exposure? Uh, I'm curious to get your, your perspective. I mean, I definitely always had exposure to it. I mean, it was, it was very often a dinner conversation. Um, so I was exposed. I saw firsthand the amount of effort that goes into running a company, running a marketing company. And, um, so I understood, I never had that stigma of being like, yeah, marketing, like, what are you supposed to do with that degree? Like, are you just creating, you know, social media posts, I saw like what really goes into that. And um, when I initially applied for San Diego State, I entered as a communications major wanting to do something in marketing, but also thinking about PR and quickly turned away from that and switched to business marketing. And um, it was always something that interested me. It was a it was a perfect blend of creativity, like I've been saying, but also, um, you know, being business related, feeling like you can be, I don't know how to like say this, but it's a smart career, but it's also fun. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. I don't know how to say that in a more eloquent way, but, um, I never felt like firsthand pressure from you yeah. guys. It was, it was more just, I was exposed to it early on and I never had like a, a niche thing where I was like, yeah, I'm going to go into biology and be a scientist mm -hmm. or something like that, or be a doctor. It was like, I'm not really sure what I want to do. I want to go into business for sure, but, um, I'm not quite sure. And marketing gives you so many opportunities. You can do so many different things with that degree. And that's one thing they don't really tell you is what exactly you can do with that. It's, mm -hmm. it's not covered. Yeah. I'm I'm just so excited for you. I'm so excited for you to enter this field in a time when it's really still early. I mean, it's just marketing and marketing technology is still in its infancy. Uh, COVID was such a, a huge accelerator for digital. So many companies really had to do, like you said, you were part of the event team when you joined Telium. And then almost overnight, those events, no, pretty much overnight, those events shut down and you guys had to do a pivot and move to fully online marketing. And the company is crushing it. I mean, Telium is just doing so, so well. Kudos again to, to Ted, Heidi, and the whole team there. Um, those guys have a little bit of the Midas touch, no doubt about it. Wherever they have gone has been incredibly successful. And I'm, I'm glad you're in an environment where sales and marketing are so aligned. Although we've had those conversations about sales following up on all those leads. And that conversation is, is no different anywhere. We, I have a cartoon. I don't know if you ever saw it in my book. I don't know if you ever read my book. I'll give you a signed copy if you want. But there's a cartoon <laughs> that says uh, marketing, is sitting, marketing and sales are sitting with the CEO. 
and marketing is pointing the finger saying they don't follow up on anything. And then sales is pointing back saying, well, all your leads suck. And like <laughs> every single person can relate to that cartoon in, in some way. Uh, let's, let's do two things. You're coaching now your former self. Go back in time. What advice would you give to Audrey a year ago now given the experience and learnings that you've had? And I, I, let's be honest, you felt vulnerable uh, at that point. There was insecurities. We all have them in life, like such new territory, new fields, and you're advancing. And you still, knowing you, you still have those, how do I get better? How do I contribute more? What do I need to learn next? But what are you saying to yourself a year ago now, given your journey? Um, that's a really good question. I mean, like I said before, just reiterating, it's okay to ask for help and ask questions. Your manager is also your coach. And they're also, at least where I am, I'm very fortunate that my manager and my team are my cheerleaders. Even the smallest little thing um, is recognized and shouted out. And that really just makes you feel like you're contributing and getting noticed. Um, another thing that I would say is don't feel so <laughs> self-conscious about being so young and being so new. Everybody knows that, but, um, it's just a chance for you to learn. And, um, yes, you want to prove yourself, but don't focus so much on doing that. Just try doing the best that you can and really think about it holistically. Like everyone is there to, um, just help the company succeed and you are doing that. So yeah. just do it the best you can. Yeah. Um, great advice. In fact, I would say like as a manager in my role, I love the youth inside the company. You know, people like Rob Mayo who, you know, started my company straight out of college. They were just like you. They knew very little about their field. Ilya Hoffman, another person, Ron Scrafana, right? All of these guys, that are thriving in their careers. You know, Ilya's gone on to start his own business. As you know, I'm going to see him in a few weeks uh, for his wedding in Arizona. Uh, Rob is crushing it as marketing operations manager at Splunk. And Ron is runs uh, sales ops for us and doing incredibly well. Been here over 10 years, a very loyal, dedicated, and, and thriving employee. I loved working with them because it, there's the expression, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. The reason... I love the youth inside the company is because they have fresh ideas. They bring creativity. They're not stuck in their ways. And so to your point, don't, don't have fear about being young. You know, Emily felt the same way. Talks about that, right? Um, the young people inside the organization, how you're viewed, and even people making jokes like, oh, you wouldn't get that. That movie was before your time, right? And just how that, that feels. Well, the youth is great. The youth is, is especially in modern marketing, is bringing us a lot of expertise in, in social. All right, last question for you. Another, I hope, good question, but a toughie. Uh, let's pretend you have that whiteboard that you used to have by your bedside with all of your goals. Let's pretend that that whiteboard is right there in your office. What's written on it? I would definitely say in terms of goals for the next year, I definitely want to further my knowledge in Marketo and hopefully 
get certified. Um, that is a huge milestone for me that I hope to achieve. Um, and then just an overall one is continuing to, you know, get new skills and hone in on the skills that I already have with the programs that I own and really make them the best that I can be. And that can be as granular as like getting to a certain number of attendees on a webinar or something like that. But it also goes hand in hand with um, earning the respect of the just, you know, more senior people on my team and feeling like, I mean, yes, like you said, the youth is good, but also just having their respect and feeling like um, I'm not as I'm not in that place where I'm still learning, but I'm more of a contributor and like an equal almost. Yeah. We're always all still learning. That's for sure. Me for every sure. single day for sure. Um, before we wrap, I would just on a personal note, I want to thank you, Aj. You, um, I've always said you're kind of an old soul and I've come to you so many times as I've been growing the business and asked for advice and asked for coaching because you're that smart and you, and your instincts are that good. And I feel like we've, you know, just, it's, it's been great to grow the business and you're one of my coaches and someone who's given me a lot of advice and boosted me when I may be feeling down or giving me new ideas. I love talking to you about the YouTube channel and even the podcast and getting your perspective on it. And here we are today doing one together, which is awesome. Well, thank you. I mean, you've always been my biggest coach, I would say. And um, I just hope you can keep coaching me along my journey. And I'm so happy to be here. And I hope to be on the podcast again. Fingers crossed that I'll come back. But um, well, why don't we why don't we set a goal since we're so goal oriented people that you come on the podcast at least every year. And we talk yeah. about your journey and the progress that you're making. And, you know, the more we do this, the more that we can reflect on the advances of marketing. I, I love talking to you and saying, so tell me what a CDP is. And uh, those are, those are very, it was my I love that. Was, so what do you guys do? So what do you do over there at Telium? Yeah, no, those are great. Let's let's keep that goal. It's it's great. I love having these intimate conversations that thousands of people can listen to. You know, these, these are good. I love that. All right. Um, let's see. That is going to do it for this episode of Demand Gen Radio. Thanks, you guys, for indulging me in a very special daddy-daughter moment. I really hope for those of you that are entering the field of marketing, you found, you discovered this podcast. And I encourage you to reach out to Audrey Lewis on LinkedIn. Um, always encourage you to reach out to all the guests and, and maybe give Audrey some of your own coaching if you have some for her or seek some coaching uh, from her. But that is going to do it. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Take care. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. 